Hello and welcome to Circle of Parks podcast episode number 71. We are going to discuss the latest news updates for Walt Disney World. There is so much to see and do. We are here to help guide you through. And since this is an update episode, we will not have Disney merch. You did it right this time. You didn't. And before we... I know, because I'm so used to jumping right in with my Disney merch, but we will return with it on our next episode. Yeah. Uh, Before we get into this episode, though, thank you to our sponsor, You Can Fly Travels. They are the official sponsor of this podcast. You Can Fly Travels is a full-service travel agency specializing in everything Walt Disney. They can plan your Disney World, Disneyland, Alani, Adventures by Disney, and your uh, Disneyland cruise. So go check them out www.youcanflytravels.com they're on Facebook and Instagram at you can fly travels tell them we sent you and you'll get a free gift they're still hiring Kim we love you so much thank you and do give them a shout all right let's get into this Tron uh, if you've been living under a rock then this will be news to you <laughs> yes but so if this not, isn't new we've had we've had a couple of days life stuff happening we yes. couldn't get this out right away so we're gonna go over the new uh Things that have been announced and then give our opinions at the end of everything. But yes. some big news. So Tron's opening, Brittany. Yes. So they finally announced the opening date for Tron Light Cycle at Magic Kingdom. I'm still going to say one thing. I'll believe it when I see it. But it's supposed to open April 4th. Well, when they announce these, they're usually pretty I good know, about sticking I know, with But I that. feel like, you know, it's just been a long time coming, but... It is, it has been announced April 4th. So, you know, when they uh, officially announced that Tron was going to be coming to Magic Kingdom, do you know how long ago it was? Like three, four years 2017. Ago. This was announced in 2017. Mm-hmm. That's how long it's been. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, so six years. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Obviously, some of that delay, not all of it, but some of that delay was COVID. But yeah. All right. We'll get into our opinion after that uh, at the end. So we'll kind of go in order at the end. What else has been announced, Brittany? Yes. Exciting news for Walt Disney World's nighttime spectacular shows. So big news. Some of it we knew from a couple of months ago that certain things we would be seeing again, such as... Disney's Happily Ever After Fireworks Show. It is returning to Magic Kingdom on April 3rd. Finally. Finally, yes. Finally. Now, they are adding all new projections down Main Street with it, which I like that because... It was good. Disney Enchantment, it came with that. Um, That was the best part of Enchantment. (laughs) So, I'm glad that they are still going to do projections down Main Street because it really did add to the show... But I think it'll be even better with it being happily ever after. And so the last time you get to see Disney Enchantment will be April 2nd. I wonder wonder if there's going to be as many fans for the farewell of Enchantment Mm -hmm. as there was for like happily ever after and wishes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so. We'll have to wait and see. Also coming... Coming and leaving, there's a couple of things we're talking about, to Epcot. Before a brand new show launches, they're going to bring back Epcot Forever as an interim show over the skies of World Showcase Lagoon 
starting on April 3rd as well. So same day as Happily Ever After, but we'll have a interim of Epcot Forever starting April 3rd. So the last time you'll get to see the Harmonious performance will be April 2nd. So it's going to take some time to come out with, you know, a new show. Uh, They say they're doing away with those big barges. So, yeah. All right. We'll get into that at the end, Mm -hmm. uh, our opinions. Also, there are changes coming to your park experience in Walt Disney World. Brittany, go over those really quickly. Yes, so one thing that is super exciting if you are staying at a Walt Disney World Resort hotel is they're going back to complimentary self-parking. Nice. And this starts on, actually. It already started. Started this week. Yes, it it began the evening of January 10th, overnight self-parking. Once again, complimentary if you're staying at a Disney Resort hotel. That added another, we found this out over the summer, that added another expense to your trip that you weren't budgeting for, especially staying at a uh, deluxe resort. Right. It's $25 a night. Yeah. So, I mean, it adds up. It adds up. Yeah. If you're there, you know, a few days. So, Uh, also, Walt Disney World annual pass holders Park reservation requirements will be relaxed for visits after 2 p.m. You want to talk a little on that? Um, I'll give my opinion at the end on this, but that's annual pass holders. I don't think should even have to make a reservation. Right. So, yeah. So, this is saying they'll be able to visit the theme parks after 2 p.m. without needing the reservation. Even like for the... Except on Saturdays and Sundays. Yes. At Magic Kingdom. But for the locals, the whole point of having an annual pass is to go whenever you want to go. Right. What that kind of... Yeah, Defeats and you know, it. and there's still some exceptions too. There's going to be some blackout dates, that kind of thing. Well, of but, course, yeah. but hey, that's a step in the right direction. All it right, is. one more thing. Yes, and this is big. Attraction photo downloads will now be included with Disney Genie Plus service. Okay, we'll get to that at the end. But I have, this is a good thing too. It is, it's very good. Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah, it's one less expense for you if you are already purchasing Disney that is Genie correct. Plus. All right, so big question for what you when we go for fall break, are you going to ride Tron? I don't really I I mm. Mm. doesn't go upside down. <laughs> I know. So that I don't know. It doesn't spin you around like Yeah. Go. I don't know is my is my answer. So would Nolan what when this did get announced and we were watching a YouTube video on it? Said, I want to ride it at night, mm-hmm. which would be amazing. If, yeah, would you do it then? I don't know. I want to, I want to see a, I mean, I know there's videos out there, you know, from, um, uh, Shanghai. Shanghai. Thank you. But, and I know it's supposed to be pretty much the same, but I, I want to it's still, exactly the same. I want to still see the, a full video. Before we go, and then I want to see it in action, like the outside part that you can see when you're walking by and stuff. Did you not see it running when we were there? To see it a couple more times before I give my true am I writing it or am I not? A part of me really does want to experience it, but at the same time, we will see. Well, me and Ryan and Nolan are for sure going on this. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going opening day, first few months is going to have to be a virtual queue, yes, have to be. And then this will will definitely be a paid lightning lane oh, as sure. well. Because mm-hmm. the wait times for this is going, they'll rival 
Flight of Passage and Rise of Resistance. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and as long as you shared how long we've been waiting for it, you know, and I mean, almost any news update in these last couple of years, really. Construction, construction, construction. And it's, you know, so I mean, they're talking, they've been talking about Tron for so long. So definitely, I agree, those first couple of months, we'll have to have a virtual queue. Also, I've also been reading rumored that since the queue is so big, because there's a long queue for this, right? that they may do away with the virtual queue pretty soon because they'll be able to handle the amount of people, the capacity. Mm. That, oof. Yeah. That would be, mm-hmm. that'd be rough. Yeah, yeah, I would. I don't know. We'll just have to see how it plays out. It would remind me of the six hour long wait for Figment popcorn buckets last year. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. But no, I am excited for it, whether I write it or not, just because so many people have been waiting. And it's it's really going to add to that part of the park. And it brings something to Tomorrowland. It really yeah, does. Yeah. And I don't know. I think e- even if you're not writing it, I think at night seeing it would, would be amazing. My big thing is it actually finally brings something to Tomorrowland, which they're in the middle of updating it slowly, which... Sad to see. This isn't a okay. I won't talk about that. It's not about this show. Could be in a whole other episode. Another episode. All right. Well, let's get (laughs) on to happily ever after. Awesome nighttime show. We were sad to see it go. We thought it was gone permanently, Mm -hmm. but we're finding out if you're very vocal about things, Disney finally does listen. They do listen, and I think. I don't know, just something about Happily Ever After. You know, the lyrics, just the overall story it told. Uh, you know, I mean, I listen to the song some days just when I need a little pick me up. The know? message is amazing. Yeah. It is such a great message as opposed to enchantment where you are the magic, which makes me think, okay, I get the overall point. Like, yes, you are special. But to me, it seems like Disney saying, we're not going to provide the magic for you. You've got to provide your own you're magic now. create it while there. So what is Disney doing then? They're, but they're providing an area for you to provide your own magic. I don't know. Like the first time I saw it, I was, I was disappointed. I think it's it it grew on me, and then obviously the last time adding Walt, adding Walt, yes, yeah, that they should just have that on there. Mm-hmm. They should just play the Walt projection like every hour. Yeah, <laughs> just, I mean, I think just randomly to have you. Walt's voice in the park. Right. Or it, and maybe they can tie that in even with Happily Ever After when it returns. You know? They should do it before they play it. Mm. That's what they should do. Right. Like the honor to, to gotcha. Walt and everything to do that. I think that would be awesome. But yeah, the message, the music, I don't, I'm sure it's not going to be exactly like it was before, which mm-hmm. is fine. Mm-hmm. But still, that message is very inspirational. Very emotional very touching to adults and kids yes it, to yeah. adults if you're at walt disney world you are living your ha- your life happy ever after right. if you've made it this far in life that you can take your family to walt disney world you are living a happily ever after life oh for sure and then i mean you're, a, you're, you're a kid again too i mean you're there with your are. family <clears throat> but you're a kid again and like the the timing that we grew up so much of that is in the park right now. It is. You know, especially me, you know, like the princess movies that came out when I was five, six, seven, eight years old, they're there in the park. 
You know, you have rides dedicated to them. You have character meet and greets with them. And so, I mean, you know, when I'm in that area of the park, I'm basically like an eight-year-old again. It just, to kids, it puts a message of you can live a happy liver after life, but you're going to have to work for it because mm-hmm. it does send that message. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be ups and downs along the way too. Right. Yeah. Which is a, it, it's true. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're, your dreams just aren't going to come true just because you wish they come true. You're going to have to work for them. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have hills to climb, mountains to climb. But if you work hard, you are going to live a happy ever after life. And this show just is, is perfect. Just a great show. We always get emotional when we think about it. We always get emotional when we talk about it. Right. It's, we'll probably cry the first time we see I, it again. I probably will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. And then, um, go ahead. Oh, and then for Epcot, as far as Epcot Forever, we didn't see we, that one. So, Illuminations was gone before we started going to the parks. Mm-hmm. Epcot Forever was there the fir- the second time that we went. We didn't go to Epcot our first trip to Walt Disney World. The second trip, we were done by like 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. The boys were like, oh, they were getting kind of fu- fussy. Yeah. And that's when we decided to take the monorail over to the Ticket and Transportation Center and go to the Polynesian and watch the fireworks on the beach there, which was probably one of the best decisions we've ever made going to Walt Disney World. Right. It oh, made sure. that trip. But so we did not we get to see Epcot Forever. However, yeah. watching videos of it, it does look like a good show. Yeah, I'd like to see it. And again, it's just an interim show. You know, no date has been given for a new, you know. Permanent one. Permanent one. But it is coming. And, you know, they're... They're going to be moving those firework platforms from Harmonious. People that call also, them tacos. Yeah, that also, <laughs> you know, had those projections. Now, when it wasn't, when it was, wasn't nighttime, when the show wasn't going on, like during the day, yet, I would say eyesore. it was an eyesore. It would take away from looking at World Showcase, you know, from across the, the lagoon area. But... The show itself, when it was going on, I enjoyed it. Yes, I, I enjoyed the show as well. However, the the thing with Epcot is it's not Magic Kingdom. Right. And so people, when you go to Epcot, you don't want all that IP thrown in your face the whole time. You want a little bit of a different experience. And this was just the IP thrown in your face the whole time. Mm-hmm. Which, I'm not saying it was a bad show. It I liked in different it. different ways, though. But... People go into Epcot want a different experience. Right. You don't, you know, you go to Magic Kingdom to get the IP thrown in your face. Mm-hmm. At Epcot, it doesn't really fit in mm-hmm. as much as it does in other parks. So people did not like that it was just an IP show. It was done well. I'm not saying it wasn't a bad show, but people really loved the Illumination show because it was about growing together and being like pa- humanity. The human, like everybody's human. Yeah. And, you know, all are on this planet together. That's what Illumination was about. I've read rumors that they may be bringing back something like Illuminations permanently after this which, interim. The, the yeah. interim show. Mm-hmm. But that that's what I've read. And I, and I get it. I, I do understand that part. I didn't grow up going to see Illuminations. But if I did, I probably would have a much different opinion about it. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, and that is Epcot. I mean, because the World Showcase, you're seeing all these different countries and and what they do and how how 
being different, coming from different ba- backgrounds is okay, but then we're we're also all the same as well. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, the changes. Self, complimentary self-parking is now back, which you're already paying to park at the parks. Right. Which I don't think you had to pay twice. I'm not sure. If you paid to stay on, pay parking, and then, I don't know. But to me, this just seemed like a money grab. Yeah. It was I expensive. Mean, it was, but Especially I mean, if you're staying more than a few nights, mm-hmm. it adds up. Yeah, I mean, I get it in a way, and I I don't know, it does add up, but, you know, there's a lot of other hotels and other places, you, you know, that are some nicer hotels that, that charge as well. Uh, but I am glad that they're going back to complimentary because, I mean, you are spending so much already that you've paid before you've gotten there and then while you're there. Yeah. So, you know, again, like Zach was saying at some of the deluxe resorts, you know, you're paying $25 a day. So in three days, you're already paying $75. Yeah, it's a, it's so, a lot. Yeah. Uh, not much to say about the annual pass holders. We're not annual pass holders. But I do like that they are slowly making changes to the reservation system. Yeah, for sure. And also with that, they're saying pass holders will also receive access to Disney photo pass lenses and one complimentary Cinderella Castle mural of memories experience. Whatever that is, sounds cool. Yeah, well, it's just, but you know, they're giving attention to they're those pass holders They're starting to give again. Yeah. a few perks back. Yes. And I'm, I've got more to say on that in a minute, but we'll finish up with yeah, the- and they. And they haven't, they haven't given a date for that yet, um, but it, it should be soon. Yeah, and with the attraction photos, I think that's really cool with Genie Plus. You don't have to buy the photo pass, mm-hmm. which is, what, $199 mm-hmm. now? Yeah, that adds up. So, and there's some trips we've said we're not we, we're not going to do it. We've and then been we always before, get it. And then we end up always doing it because get it. you get some really good photos. You do. But with the Genie Plus service, I think this is a good little thing to add to it because it gives you that extra little thing of I don't have to buy a photo pass if I just want to get my picture on Space Mountain or, or you know, Haunted Mansion or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Now, my opinion of all this is happening. Was it because of Iger? Or was it because they're finally listening to Disney fans? I'm going to say a combination of both. Yeah, I would say both too. When Iger first came back, everybody was like, yes, everything's going to go away, blah, 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 blah. No, nothing. They're not going to get rid of Genie Plus. It's a money cow for them. Mm-hmm. They're making tons of money. They're adding something so to it. So when Iger came back, I'm like, okay, he's not going to get rid of this stuff, but streamline and maybe give a little perk, give some perks back. And this is what appears to be happening here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, these last three things, uh, you know, complimentary parking, giving some love back to annual pass holders again. And then, yeah, the the attraction photo downloads with Disney Genie Plus. I, I mean, that is definitely a step in the right direction. That is. And they're finally, again, listening to their guests, which pay the bills. We, we Disney fans are the most vocal fans <laughs> of any genre out there, but... Again, I think Iger is maybe hoping to streamline some stuff. And we knew nothing was going to come out right away. He came in middle of December, Christmas, the holidays, all that happened. So I think in the coming weeks, we're going to see more announcements. Probably so. Going forward, especially with the reservation system. I I don't know. I'd like to think they'd get away go away with it, but they may not because it gives them such an operational advantage to know how many people are going to be in right. what parks. They know how much to staff it 
mm-hmm. how many, how much merchandise to have, how much yeah. custodial staff to have. So from an operational standpoint, it's very advantageous for them to keep their reservation system. Right. And part of it, too, is I think is because the 50th anniversary is coming to an end here in March. And so, you know, that was the drive that was, oh, yeah, well, people are coming no matter what. It's right. the 50th anniversary. And so now that that's coming to an end, maybe we'll see less crowds. Maybe we won't. But they may be thinking that way, like, okay, we don't have the 50th anniversary driving all this anymore. So it was perfect timing with the revenge travel is what they were calling it after the pandemic in the 50th hitting simultaneously. Mm -hmm. So after the 50th anniversary is over, we're now going to be into, they've been predicting this for a year, but a slowing economy. Yeah. They have put out sales the past couple of weeks, big sales. Mm -hmm. Doesn't fit when we're going, but yeah. So that tells me that their advanced reservation numbers are not where they would like them to be. Right. Just mm-hmm. speculation. Yeah. But maybe they are expecting less crowds. Mm-hmm. And I they're trying know. to get more people they're, in. I mean, that's $750 dining credit. That's a huge yeah. bonus. Or, right you there. know, or maybe, okay, so they're not, bring, maybe because they're not bringing the dining plan back, but they're listening somewhat and, well, we've got to do something for dining. Got to do something. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. This is a bonus episode. We'll call it number 71. We don't do a lot of news and updates, but when stuff big happens, we do mm-hmm. bring it. Uh, do feel like we have to talk about it. Thank you to our sponsor, You Can Fly Travels. Kim, we love you so much. Go check them out. www.youcanflytravels.com. Again, also on Instagram and Facebook. Go email us, comments at circleofparks.com. Let us know what's on your mind. You should tell us stories, ask questions. Spring break's coming up. Yes. Get those questions in. We love doing question and answer shows. They always do really well. So get those in. You can email them to us. You can send us to them on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Circle of Parks. And please go to Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, share it. Leave us a five-star rating and review. And just thank you so much for listening. We always enjoy doing this. Brittany, anything else you'd like to add? No, just again, we enjoy doing this and we'll talk to you soon.